Hey everyone, I'm Charles, and this is the sixth episode of 5050, the best and worst of IMDb, which is a rebranded podcast that we originally called The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast. This also happens to be one of my favorite episodes. We hope you enjoy it. All right, and welcome back to The Good, Bad, and The Podcast. My name is Christopher. And I'm Charles. And we have a special guest with us today, Carlos. Say hello, Carlos. Buenos dias, todos. Buenos dias. Uh, today we're uh, continuing our walk up and down the top 50 and bottom 50 uh, films of all time, according to the Internet Movie Database. And today's films that we, we will be reviewing uh, the from the best list, we'll be talking about Terminator 2, the James Cameron film. And on the worst list, we'll be talking about Santa Claus. This is not to be confused with The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen. This is a... Uh, Mexican film from what year? What year was that, Charles? 1959, I think. 1959. Wow, that's fantastic. Charles, shall we start with the uh, start with Terminator or start with Santa Claus? Your call. We always start with the good ones. All right, so I guess we'll have to start with... with uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that a loaded question? I'm sorry. We'll start with Terminator 2 Judgment Day. We'll start with Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, 1991 film, like I said, directed by James Cameron, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, summary, the cyborg who once tried to kill Sarah Connor must now protect her teenage son, John Connor, from an even more powerful and advanced cyborg. There's also a lot of time travel involved that I think they failed to, to add to the synopsis there, because it's, it's not like they're in a world full of cyborgs. The point is these are cyborgs. Well, in the future they were, but yeah, well, right. that's beside the it's, point. It's, not, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. No, it's there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what could be here and there? Could be I'm confused. Aquí y allí. Now so, I'm more confused. <laughs> All right, so so Terminator, what do you think about Terminator? Terminator, Terminator two. two. I'm sorry, Terminator two. What do you think? I love this movie. I, quite frankly, now that you bring it up, I don't think I've actually seen Terminator all the way through. Okay, I don't think I've done. I think I've seen Terminator two like ten times, but I don't think I've seen Terminator once all the way through. So I like Terminator two a lot more. It, yeah. It's one of my favorite films, actually. Really? Yeah. Why's that? <laughs> well, we're just, what do you want? Um, no, no, no. Uh, no, it really does. I, I'm not a huge fan of the first Terminator. Um, I remember I was in Austin and they had kind of kind of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000, but a live version of it. And right. they made fun of Terminator all the way through. Um, it's a pretty cheesy movie, pretty low budget. Um, but Terminator 2 basically flipped everything from Terminator on its head. Um, right. In Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the good guy. Right. He's right. sent back to protect John Connor. Um, if you watched the first one and it was a big hit, he was the bad guy. Right, right. And the, and there was a good uh, a human sent back, John Connor's dad, right. to protect John Connor, who hadn't even been born yet. He was protecting the mother. Um, so what's really cool about Terminator 2, the first few minutes when they land, you still think Schwarzenegger's a bad guy. Right. They hit it really well in the trailers. Right, right. So that whole bar scene, he's fighting people. You think he's evil. And then he steps outside and he – I don't know if you remember this. He steps outside on the biker – and it looks like he's going to rip out his heart because in the very first movie, he walks up to a bunch of like thugs and he rips out one of the guy's hearts. I think right. it may have been Bill Paxton's in the first one. <laughs> Honestly, Bill Paxton had a big blue mohawk. Right, right, right. In the second one, he walks up to the guy and he's like going to reach for the heart. But instead, he grabs his sunglasses, puts his sunglasses on and then rides away on the motorcycle. Right. And that's your first indication he might not be such a bad guy. Right. Um, so I like that. I love the effects. Yeah. The effects still hold up. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm burping. That was kind of gross. No, but the the effects they still hold up really, really well. No, and and that's and you know, this movie I think is that's that's the one thing that makes it work is that it's he James Cameron has a way of pulling off just really out there effects and doing it in a way that for some reason isn't distracting. You know, it's not right. like you're watching it thinking, how do they do that? I mean, we are, I guess, but. You know, 
not the first time you see it, you're not. The first time you see it, you're just like, wow, that's cool. You know, and he just he keeps you going in this story, despite the fact that just ridiculous things are happening. You know, whether it's a person that's molten metal pulling, pouring through a shattered window or whatever, you know, it's just but you're going with it because that's what's going on, you know, and it's just he. he. Did you know Linda Hamilton has a twin and they use the twin for like a lot you, of the you mentioned, yeah, something yeah. with the mirror thing. Well, that was that was a deleted scene, actually. That that scene wasn't even in the original cut. But there um, anytime that the, the T-1000 had to morph into her, it was right. her twin. And so that way there wasn't even an effect. It's the same with the oh, – there, really? there's a big cop that at the very beginning um, when he's like trying to buy a cup of coffee. It's the first time you see right. the Terminator. I think those are both twins too, huh. I think. So they could get away with a lot of those really wow. cool effects like that yeah. using twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the effects were amazing. I mean they – I think they still hold up really well. Yeah, and I think, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he – actually was blowing stuff up. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of CG. There wasn't, you know, he's this actually was, running a 18-wheeler off a bridge into the Los This was Schwarzenegger River. in his prime. I think this is probably his best movie. Um, it, it's, obviously, it's a great character for him. Yeah. You know, some people, talk. well, some people said he's robotic, he doesn't have to act as much. But, but in the first one, that may have been true. In this one, I think, I think he stretched it a little bit. Um, him dealing with the kid, you know, there's a little bit more emotion. I, I really felt the performance there. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was as good as, you know, Mr. Freeze, because um, I've said this before. <laughs> no pienses cosas esto. No pienses. No pienses. I think Mr. Freeze was uh, a very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A very... <laughs> I think Mr. Freeze was a very layered, nuanced performance. That's the word I'm looking for. I couldn't think of nuance, but this one was close. So, so actually, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say Mr. Freeze was his best film, you know, um, Batman and Robin, but this one was probably his second best. All right, well... I don't even know how to respond to that, to be honest, because he was a robotic character. That was the point, is that he's a robotic But that's character. my point. Even though he's robotic, he's still he, – he's he's very emotional in it. He's very vulnerable, especially the whole hasta la vista thing, you know. Yeah, I get it, but it's it's more like – when he, when he like said, my computer learning my at, handwriting. It's not – At the hablas. end, at the end, whenever he's sitting – or no, he's sitting when he has to go in the lava and he's like, I cannot self-terminate, that part's sad. I'm not going to lie. And it wouldn't be sad if it wasn't for a great performance by Mr. Schwarzenegger or I'm, Governor look, I'm, not, I'm not dogging on the performance. I'm just saying this isn't like, you know, he's not winning the Screen Actors Guild Award for this or anything. But why not? Because he's not doing anything. He's, That's he's, my point. He is obviously doing a lot. Uh, uh, a performance that any other person playing it, it would have just been a robot. Think about it. It's true. It's true. Like the first one, it was just a robot. This is a bad guy. very, you know. You know, all right. So let's let's move on to the things that Terminator Two is actually known for, other than its nuanced performances. It you know it is the effects. Yes, it's not just it's not just the. It's a good storyline too. It's it's you know the concept is is solid. I, I do like the the time travel. Even though the more you start thinking about the time travel, the more it starts to just hurt your head. You know, you can't really keep it all straight. But that's that's neither here nor there. What I, I think I think what's great about this is not only does he actually, you know has huge set pieces, you know, whether it's that seriously, whether it's that chase. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> no, the, 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 the set pieces, you know, the, the, the chase down the river. Yes. With the, with the like wrecker yeah. and the motorcycle or it's the, the, the helicopter 
and the the truck, you know, is the and the helicopter yeah, and, goes underneath the bridge and all well, that. Well, and stuff. the thing where he's like, "Get out!" and he throws the the pilot out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was even spoofed in a, one of those uh, those recent ads I saw where it, they actually recreate. You know, the ones where they actually they show a clip from yeah, movie yeah, 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 and yeah, they yeah, remake yeah. it about the new that's commercial. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it's it's pop culture. Yeah, now. it is. It is, and it's just it's. Again, there's so many just great pieces that are just when it comes to a scene, you're like, oh, I love this scene. I love this sequence or whatever, you know. And, and I actually, like I said earlier, I like, I think I like the director's cut more. Um, it has that one scene I was talking about. So, there, so speaking about these emotions and this brilliant performance, and, and I say this with all sincerity. I, I, I totally believe that you believe it. <laughs> that's, 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 I like the way that goes. That's circular. I like that. Yeah. Um, no, there's so. They have to turn on – he's got like an emotion chip. They right. have to turn on. Right. Um, but he can't do it himself. They actually take off the back of his head right. and turn right. it on. Right. So to do that effect, they got a – they pretended they had a mirror, but it was really just a see-through wall. And they had – in the foreground, the back of the head was a robotic Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And it was Linda Hamilton's twin sister. Right. And then in the supposed mirror reflection, which really wasn't, it was it was Linda Hamilton and the real Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And they mimicked each other's motions – so that it looked like you were watching a mirror, and it's pretty brilliant. Right. And that yeah, guy no. cut out. Yeah, I can I can remember you had you had mentioned something about that, and so then when it came to that scene, I want I I'll be honest, I rewound and watched it again, and it's it's really well done. It really it's, is. I mean, it's really impressive. And that's the clever thing about it. That's why I think that movie holds up so well. The, it, it's kind of like what I think about Jurassic Park. I yeah, think that's the what effect, I, I think the effects say. in yeah. Jurassic Park have held up yeah. well. Um, what was the rule Spielberg did? Where it's like it was like a twenty foot rule. I think. Yeah. If it was within twenty feet of the camera, if it was that close, he had there had to be actually something there. The only thing that they broke that was at the end. Now, the, and the and so this is a tangent. I love the movie tangents, but this is another tangent. This is at the end of Jurassic Park. It never made any sense to me how the T Rex ended up there. Oh, right. He's just like it's standing just like, there. Like they like turn hiding. around. He's there. Whatever. That's right, beside the right. point. But but no. But the the concept holds true. That that I think there was that moment that this movie. I feel like is kind of a product of that time frame in filmmaking when digital effects were starting and it was it was to the point where it was good enough you could get away with some stuff but not good enough that you could just use it for everything. It couldn't be Avatar. Right. You couldn't you well and you couldn't just you couldn't just be like, oh we'll just do it in post. We'll just fix it in post. You, know, you couldn't do that at that point. So if you're going to use digital effects, they had to be really well planned out, really well thought out mm-hmm. and you had to supplement them with a lot of practical effects yeah. to sell it. Whereas now, I feel like the digital has all it's made people lazy. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where you're not you don't even have to have, have a camera anymore. You can just just fake it, you know. And I think this and Jurassic Park, I think, is another one is right at that point where the digital effects were strong enough that you could do it, but it holds up as far as time goes because. Like I said, it's that 20-foot rule. Anything within 20 feet of the camera, there was literally something there. So the actors have something to interact right. with. And it doesn't start to look cheesy. Right. You know, it doesn't look corny and fake. And this one, you know, I think the only time that he really, really broke that rule was with the um, – was it the T-1000? The, 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 the liquid, liquid metal. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was just out of necessity. You couldn't you – couldn't, keep him at 20 feet and how are you going to have a walk in still look good though with metal yeah no and it, and it and it did it did i mean there were definitely some times it looked a little weird but and the other thing and you know what actually caught my eye about it that i was thinking man that is really advanced was not the morphing it was not the shaping or whatever it was the reflections yeah it's that james cameron in his wisdom decides this metal doesn't need to just be liquid and moving this little metal needs to be a mirror finish yeah so you have to have a perfect reflection of everything around you that contours with him and everything i was like god this 
some poor guy sitting in front of a computer just wanted to kill himself because that it had to be a mirror finish. It couldn't just be gray. Well, wasn't uh, Stan Winston involved in both the projects? Yeah, was he? Yeah, I think, I think he was. Yeah. I, and also in the Bat People too. Yeah, if you remember, was. that's right. No, do, no, do you remember? He was. He was in the. He did right the Bat People. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> oh. you, I went on IMDb Thanks. the other day I again. Sorry, sorry. And no, 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 no. I was looking up some of the past. Uh, you know, the movies we've done. Right. Did you know? And this is for our viewers mostly. This is a little treat. We didn't do it, but I'm thinking IMDb heard our podcast. Maybe. Uh, uh. You can now watch the full movie of the Bat People for free on IMDb. Really? And what were some of the other movies we watched? What was the other, what was the forty? Uh, Ambi Reel's not on there. No, no. The, That's uh, Surf School. Oh, Surf School's School. on there. Surf School. Seriously? I think so. That's bizarre. Wow. If IMDb is listening, I guess we should be careful what we say. We love IMDb. I love IMDb. We use it all the time. Damn, more IMDb. I used to date him back in high school. Awkward. Huh. Okay, so Terminator Two. What would you give this film? I give it a nine. A nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, this is another one that I think scores really high on the technical artistic merit, but not so high. I think there's just no substance to this movie. I think this is probably like the best action movie you're going to find. But as far as substantive value, there's just nothing there. So, you know, I'd give this probably a seven and a half, maybe, maybe an eight. But probably a seven, seven and a half. So with no substance, you give it a high crap. Okay, that's cool. Well, because because he just he did such a good job of crafting it and not you know, because you could have just made a movie that was a bunch of explosions, but he made something that really keeps your interest in your We call just... those Michael Bay movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. That's All right. right, so um And so... I would uh, in the Spanish say we'll give it an Ocho. An Ocho. What do you think? Okay. El okay. I would stick with that. Okay. That works. Love the Ocho. Yeah. All right. So next film, <laughs> Charles. I'll let you go. No, no. I'm making you do it. It's it's you know it's policy now. All right. Uh, this is Santa Claus. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can read this with a straight face. It's, You're already failing. <laughs> all right. Uh, Santa Claus. Pitch, the mean-spirited devil, is trying to ruin Christmas. Santa Claus teams up with Merlin the Magician and the Children of the World in order to save the day. I'm not making a single word of that up. That's what's on the back of this DVD case. Please, think of the Ninos. <laughs> now, let's, let's, let's also, Charles, where did you get this DVD? We have got to, we have got to post a picture of this DVD. We really do. Because this is the most disturbing I, image I've ever I got, seen. I think I got it on Amazon. <laughs> Maybe on IMDb it'll be your free watch eventually. <laughs> um, you know what? If, I think if you go into, you know, Spanish neighborhoods and you go, go into the little stores, you know, the little... Oh, you, yeah. You get the little spindles yeah, where they have, you They're know, not like, going to uh, have Santa Claus. They are not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to buy that, I go no, to the sir. corner store right by my house, I'm sure I'll see a movie <laughs> just <laughs> like that on top of... <laughs> if, you, if you guys... Honestly, here's the deal. If you find this DVD anywhere, buy it because it's the most... Charles, this is the most horrific movie I've ever seen in my life. This is the worst movie I have ever seen. I mean, hands how many, how down. many days did it take you to finish? I, I took two sittings. I could not get through it in one. I was just... First off, it is so slow. It's not just that it's bad. It's how not long just is that it? I don't know. I, it doesn't even have the, the time know, on here. Four hours? Five <laughs> hours? I don't know. It feels so long. Like, And you know why... <laughs> the, opening, the opening scene I love the opening scene the opening scene it's okay so first of all let's the synopsis didn't do it justice no, here, it, here doesn't, it goes it doesn't at all Santa Claus is an alien 
Yeah, wait, here, we have to tell... Can I please tell you? you got to tell the part about the devil. That's, we will, we'll get there, we'll get there. Uh, no, so Santa um, Claus is an alien. Right. The nor- the His, his uh, when he makes his toys, is a giant spaceship that floats over the North Pole. That's right. Okay. And Satan... Has wait, a, wait, wait, let's acknowledge, too, that when he delivers the toys, they're not reindeer. They're toy reindeer that he winds up with a giant, like, spindle. Yes, yes. Because they're not real. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. I mean, <laughs> real reindeer aren't going to make it in space. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so Santa is. <laughs> so, 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 okay, so, before we get to the devil, actually. So, on his on his giant spaceship over the North Pole. Which looks like a castle. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a castle sitting it, on the, clouds. The architecture was immaculate. It was amazing. <laughs> the world was with that <laughs> So, on this thing, he literally has... Every stereotypical child of yeah. the world, and <laughs> like the kid with the poncho on the back. That's right, right. <laughs> on the on the uh, sombrero with the poncho. No, so he Santa Claus goes and gets in front of like an organ, and he plays music for all these kids. And there's a narrator, and it's like all the children of the world. And then <laughs> this is going to sound horribly racist, but this is in this movie. It's every stereotype you could think of. So when they when, when they announce little African children, they start playing a little drum and the children dance. The children have like bones through their yes, nose. They're wearing like animal skins. They have spears. I mean, seriously, <laughs> oh, this is what this movie. And Santa Claus is gonna he's gonna you know judge a little bit. He's, yeah. yeah, and then and then they say like you know and and, and this is the thing they go through every freaking every country in the country. world. Seriously. They go through every country in South America. There were at least fifteen. The I children, mean, the children of Mexico. They have uh, <laughs> they look Ninos. like Pancho Villa. They yeah. you know they got. <laughs> they got sombreros and, and ponchos, and they're singing uh, La Cucaracha. It was so bad. <laughs> and, they, and then they show the, the children of America, and they're dressed as cowboys. Yeah. And they're singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah. And I mean, they, they do, they, they seriously do every country in South America. It's like Mexico, Bolivia, Panama, Colombia, Ecuador, you know, on and on and on and on. You're like, are you kidding me? And, and I'm like, man, there's so many stereotypes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hurting. I can't take it anymore. The little German kids in later hope. Yeah, they did so. <laughs> offensive it was really bad and and by the way this movie's uh, you know when i got it i was hoping it would be subtitled it's right. dubbed and it's horribly dubbed it is the worst dubbing i've ever seen <laughs> i mean ever seen so santa claus sounds amazing so this is like this oh, takes no, wait, about, we haven't even gotten to the good part. right well this takes about 30 to 40 minutes how long is that opening oh it's seriously like at least 20 to 30 minutes it's 30 look how 30 minutes it is they go through every it country is a quarter of the movie is the introduction they're gonna offend everyone before the credits are done that is the <laughs> point of this film and so <laughs> and so then, then they show us, I guess it's hell. It's, yeah, it's clearly hell. And the, Satan has all these little devils. Right. And they dance around. They dance around. They're like, like, like Lord of the Flies. It's, it's, it's uh, creepy. It's like, it is it, creepy. And they all disappear. And there's one named Pitch. Yeah. With a P. And say, basically, here's the thing. What, so once a year, is it once a year whenever Santa Claus... It's once a year. Once a year it's, on it's Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. The devil, one of the devils can come down and he can kind of poison the world and make right. the kids do bad right. things. But right. only once a year. Right. Only when Santa Claus is coming down. Right. right. So like Satan picks Pitch to do this. Right. Which I am confused. Like, is he going to get one kid? Santa Claus is delivering presents to the entire world. Right. Pitch is working on one little kid... Is it in Mexico? Is that where it's... It's yeah, a little girl. Is in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. The reason he makes Pitch do this is... <laughs> Pitch is lactose intolerant. Yeah. So Satan s- says he's going to feed him ice cream. Yeah, he's going to make him eat ice cream. If he doesn't do this. If he doesn't do... If he doesn't... If he doesn't turn one kid, I'm going to make you eat ice cream on Christmas. <laughs> and he's like... And, ah! and he's like... Oh, no! Cream, you know what that does to my stomach. Yes. I mean, like it's 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 the most absurd thing you'll ever see, and you're just like, 
no, this can't be real. Like as I'm saying it, I'm I'm I just can't. <laughs> I just don't know who was thinking. Yes, this is brilliant. Let's make a devil who's lactose intolerant. That's right. <laughs> just, well, his name's Pitch. And so so he's basically it's it's uh, little Johnny's looking in the window, and then you know they got the narrator doing the real serious, and then Pitch will pop in, you know, and it's obviously cut in the film. Bing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. It is the ping. It is. <laughs> and he pings in and he's like getting people to steal. He's getting them to do all kinds of bad stuff. Right. But again, how does that <laughs> – I don't understand this plan here. Um, I don't so, know. So what he does, uh, Santa Claus has like this, this sack of magic that right. he can he can throw at things. He can that's make right. some fly. Yeah, he's got the flower that he can smell and it he, makes him go invisible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what happens is Pitch uh, – he, um, I wish I was making. That. Well, so, so, so what happens is, um, pitch, pitch. There's a big dog that pitch gets, and right. he's cut that sack that Santa has. So Santa has no magic right. in his little bag, right. and so Santa, she's like, oh, uh, he throws her still magic, doesn't have any. So the dog like chases him up a tree, right? And Santa Claus is sitting in this tree, and he doesn't know what to do. So he starts screaming, and this is dubbed, but yeah. he's screaming up at his spaceship. And he's calling for Merlin. This is where Merlin comes in. And it reminded me of Seinfeld. It reminded me of uh, George Costanza's parents. He's like, they got me in a tree, Merlin. They got me in a tree. And and so and then so Merlin's trying to help him with this little stereotypical Hispanic kid in the poncho. Yeah, yeah. And they're sitting there looking. And, then, and that big eye that comes out so they could see the, yeah, the world. Yeah. And I don't even remember what they do to get Santa Claus out of the tree, to be honest. They're a cat. They have a cat, remember? <laughs> they have the mechanic. Yeah, yeah. A little toy. Yeah, a little toy No, it's cat. in a sack, though, right? Right. That, yeah, that's right. right. It's just is they use Mer- the cat. So, yeah. basically, Merlin does nothing, does I just, he? here's what, here's what. Merlin me. walked really slow to look here's, down, and then that's it. <laughs> what kills me is that Santa Claus, you know, all-powerful, sees everything. You sees make him sound like God. No, I'm saying, like, he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, right? Mm-hmm. Santa Claus gets treed by a dog. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what happens to ruin Christmas. That's all Pitch had to do. Just let a dog lose. Santa doesn't have a chance. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And Santa's up a tree looking at him like, what am I going to do? What can I possibly do? He's like some tree mailman or something. Like, why is he up the tree? Well, he lost his magic. It makes sense. I'm just saying you can travel all through space and time and deliver toys to everybody wait, wait, but a wait. dog. Where did we say time? Time. There's no way he's going to hit every kid in the world. They showed it real time. <laughs> they did. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They did, because he was going slow, man. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's awesome. They really, gosh, that guy was, he was not moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> Those wind-up reindeer aren't what they used to be. It's horrible. <laughs> God, I forgot it about was, those. It was it was it was so painfully bad. And my favorite part was that the movie ends, and I don't know if they just ran out of money or just didn't script it. But it ends with Santa Claus like delivering all the presents. The kids are all good, and Pitch is nowhere to be found. Like yeah. I don't know, is he at home eating cookies yeah, and cream? Never, like what's going on with this? No, he's, no. What? I guess Satan's feeding him. That's what I'm saying. He's like eating like Bluebell. What's going on? <laughs> Well, that's guy. right. He's just he's like on the ledge and he disappears. He's just gone. Yeah, they spray him with the hose. Remember? That's right. And Santa could always tell. He's H two O and for the quota. What's Santa a flying Nemo? Santa could always tell when he was in the house because he's like, I smell sulfur. Pitch must be close. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, he's like emitting like what? Like I'm thinking that maybe we lost something in the translation here, <laughs> or maybe I'm hoping we did because it makes no sense. We lost nothing. This movie is just terrible. <laughs> This is the, this is 
such a bad movie. Like, I, I want to say that it was, like, funny, but it's not. Like, it's really not funny. Like, Puma Man was bad, but enjoyable to watch because it was so bad. You right. know, you're, you're laughing at it. This one literally went to the point that it was so bad, and then it kept going. <laughs> then it got to the point that you're just like, I can't believe this is a thing. Like, this is so bad. It's just... <laughs> terrible movie and the fact that they marketed it as a family like children's movie like seriously like those devil scenes when it's like dancing around in hell and like all the demons are like just having a party and you're like what is going on this is so creepy i don't know and then and then santa's like spaceship looks like I don't even know what Santa it creeped me out more than Pitch. Santa so was terrible. Pitch was Pitch was lovable. He was know? fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But and the crazy Santa's Santa's house looked more like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory that's right. than anything. You know, right. but it was all white. That was the thing. You know, normally you think of Santa, it's all like it's like everything's wood and warm and like cozy and everything. Santa's place is like a white gold. Since your dad, Santa, yeah, this it is was creepy, man. <laughs> but we're talking about you know the. Mexican director Rene Cardona, who's been known to be, you know, the Mexican version of Tim Burton. Is that true? Are you serious? I am. No, no, no that's right. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow. Wow, I can't believe it. Wow. I would have like, wow. I like this movie now. This movie's great. I didn't know there was a Mexican Tim Burton from the 50s. <laughs> Mexico has always been ahead of us, and so that's right. It's just facts. It's just the way it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's stick right. with John Ford. So what would you? Give? <laughs> so let's just stick with the Mexican John Ford. John Ford. What would you give it? Both of you guys. What would you give uh, this they, movie? They didn't even finish this movie. I'm giving this like a one. This is so terrible. You broke your rule. I didn't break my. You broke your rule. I didn't break my rule. This is not a complete film. I promise. You, you've never given anything below a three. I'm giving it a one. This is the most god awful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Seriously, all all this you know, whole time, I, since I've watched it, I've been like, I gotta tell you know, somebody. What's crazy? I wish I laughed this hard during the movie. <laughs> it wasn't until now I realized. That's how funny it was. It's not, though. That's the problem. Um, I'm going to give it a one as well. I was going to give it a zero. I was going to give it a zero, but I got to go with you so we can agree. <laughs> what are the odds it took Santa Claus to bring us together? They got me in a tree, Merlin. <laughs> and from the Spanish corner of the world, we give it a uno. Okay. All right. All right. So we're in total agreement. Okay. It's by it's international agreement now. This gets a one. Oh gosh, that movie is terrible. All right. We've got it. Seriously, if you guys ever get a chance to find Santa Claus, the movie, then I would not the novel. The no <laughs> not the first. This is the not first the time the movie's actually better than novel. So that's crazy. If you if you get a chance, I highly recommend picking it up just so you can torture your friend. <laughs> All right, and uh, well, I think it's PC and Mac compatible. That's always good. All right, so it looks like next time on uh, Good Bad in the Podcast, we're going to be talking about the uh, the French film Amelie, as well as um, <laughs> the Black the Prince is what we've called. Black Prince, because we can't pronounce <laughs> it. It's 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 entirely in, in Turkish. Turkish, and I don't have any idea what this case says. <laughs> oh, jeez, this is going to be interesting. Um, all I'm right, excited. guys. <clears throat> Yeah, it's going to be good. 
It's going to be good. So next week we're doing entirely foreign films. Yep. And uh, lots of subtitles to read. I don't know, but it's unfortunate. All right. Well, then uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Buenos dias. Después.